0: With Kelly Neal, I'm a Girl is a short film uh, that played at the Wild Sound Festival. Uh, it's a student short film, correct? Yes, that's right. And it's from the Need Los Angeles Film Center. Uh, film. Yeah,
1: so it's the Los Angeles Film Study Center, LAFSC. Um, yeah, we made it as a student project.
0: So tell, tell us about what is the Los Angeles Film Study Center? What is that exactly?
1: Yeah. So um, it is a film school uh, program that partners with universities all over the country. Uh, basically you would go to like a traditional liberal arts school for like a bachelor's degree, something along the lines of communications or film studies, multimedia communication, something like that. And then for one of your semesters, the way that you would maybe study abroad as like a language student, um, you come out here to LA and attend classes do an internship, and create a short film uh, for a whole semester. And it's like 16 credits equivalent towards your bachelor's degree. Um, well, what's so your,
0: yeah. so you, you you live in Chicago, correct?
1: I don't, actually. I live in L.A. now. I previously lived in Chicago. I you when were I
0: living in, in Chicago when you took this this opportunity, I guess, right?
1: Um, so, yes. I basically went to school in Chicago um, and then uh, did the program so I went I did my like undergrad in Chicago mm-hmm. uh, at a school called Olivet Nazarene University and then I did this program this program is located in Los Angeles yeah, so we yeah. all got to move out to LA. That's it. So that's, that's was. That's that's what I was, that
0: was big. So you were living you were going to school in Chicago you got this this, this position and then you got to go to and then you did the, you did the semester and then you, you chose to stay in Los Angeles.
1: Yeah that's correct.
0: Okay, that's so now we got that. So, because I never, I haven't heard of this. I've, we've shown a lot of student films at our festival. I've never heard of this specific one before. So I was just curious, like the process. Yeah, so, totally. Everybody gets to make a short film. Everybody's in their own specific kind of uh, position that they want to they pursue, I guess, right?
1: Yeah, so it, it's like essentially uh, within our class, we had enough students to kind of divide up between three uh, films. So at the beginning of the semester, um, everyone uh, who wanted to write or try their hand at writing mm-hmm. uh, pitched an idea for a short film and then we as a class voted on the top three and then our instructor kind of divided us amongst three teams gotcha. and we got to like kind of pursue the different roles that we were maybe interested in pursuing long-term. So well, we learning students.
0: One own. would assume a lot of people want to direct so you're one of the three people who got to direct. Correct.
1: that's right yeah so the director role was the one um position that was a little bit different than the other roles so like for the other roles um if you basically like if you wanted to dp for example um if you just expressed interest in that that we had like workshops and stuff to help you out so you didn't Mm -hmm. have to come in with any experience you could just try your hand at that um the director role a lot of people did want to direct so we actually had to pitch ourselves to the class and then um our instructor kind of voted uh, or chose chose based off of like the different people who had expressed interest based off of which films um, were selected. So like he matched directors he thought would be Good for the story. So the film is called "I'm a, a Girl"
0: film. and you are a girl, so I guess Correct. that, that match, right?
1: <laughs> yes, it matches but
0: up. <laughs> you're a woman, I guess. You're not a girl, but basically, That's right. <laughs> but did you. Did you have any previous experience directing? Like, what what did you pitch to get the role?
1: Mm-hmm. So, um my background. Uh, I have a lot of um like videography experience. I do a lot of. Wedding videography freelance, Mm -hmm. and I worked as um, a videographer within the university I attended's marketing department. Um, So I would direct a lot of like marketing shoots. Um, And so I've always had a big interest in like directing creatively, Um, and I have produced and directed my own (laughs) zero budget films that will never see the light of day, but just to kind of try my hand at that. So that's what I pitched was basically that I I have experience working with cameras, editing, and I do have a big background in theater. Um, I did theater for um, like nine plus years. And so um, I have experience working with actors and that, that's what I had pitched. But this was really my first time directing in this kind of a setting. So I would consider this my
0: debut, if you will. <laughs> well, congratulations on the film. I, I, I really Thank you very much. It. It's, it's, it's simple in its complexity. I know like that's kind of a cliche, but it's this film about a girl who—who who is becoming a woman, right? And so mm-hmm. her dad, because men are not that bright sometimes, her, her dad can't evolve with her, I guess, right? like he he like likes his daughter to be the girl that she is because she has interests and in, that he does. But then when she's evolving as a human being, which happens when you get your period and you start you start your body changes, you start thinking about about sex and that that, that, that type of thing, the man the 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 dad has a hard time evolving with that, I guess, right?
1: Yeah, that's right. I think um, it was important to us to make sure that the dad wasn't, you know, portrayed as like a villain, that he was angry no, just, at the daughter for having her yeah, period. Yeah. yeah. But it really, it's like ignorance. He just isn't aware. And he just was, has never throughout his life been forced to be aware. Uh, Cause it's always kind of seen as like, periods are that's ladies business I don't deal with that right so
0: yeah it's a little bit but it's like almost like an allegory of like as humans like we all can relate as a human where we like things as they are right like so like we like this to situate like our jobs or whatever like that we don't want change like as we, we say that humans don't like change so we like our daughter she's great when she's 10 years old she's perfect and we don't yes. want her to be someone different. You want we want we want her to still like baseball, like in the movie, right? Where yeah, we, yeah, but that doesn't totally. life, life doesn't work that way, right?
1: No, that's absolutely right. And um, also the uh, daughter. I mean, these changes are coming to her against her will. She's not choosing these changes no. for herself either. And I think that that's an important point as well.
0: But there's also like an underlying sadness where like it's. Mm-hmm from the told from the dad's point of view which is the best way to, to direct this film but the daughter too right where mm-hmm. she's got to be sad too because like like you said she's not wanting to change it's just this is how life works right and mm-hmm. now she's lost her father like it seems like they're like best friends yeah and like so she's lo- like you can also do a ver- an alternative version of the story and tell her from her point of view and yeah. see that's on her point right
1: Right, absolutely. It's very melancholic uh, in that way. And I think that, like, she um, kind of applies the the shame and embarrassment of, like, how taboo it is to talk about, like, being on your period. She applies it very personally. Yeah. You kind of feel that very much at the end of the film where it's like, they. it's clear that the dad still is, you know, kind of trying to have the same kind of relationship, but things just aren't the same anymore. And um, you you feel that disconnect, you feel that dissonance. And I think it's really, it is very melancholic and, and kind of lonely at the end of the film.
0: No, no, it's yeah, from both perspectives. And it's like, and then there's the mom too, where, where she's trying to, she loves both parties and she's trying to make a bridge. She's trying to bridge, mm-hmm. bridge them together, I guess, back together, I guess, but it's just not gonna work out.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I love the scene in the film where um, her mom sits down with her and you kind of get that like vulnerability of her being like I don't I don't want this to happen to me like can it not happen to me and it's like obviously no but it's just so innocent and um, it kind of it, like as much as this film is about how her relationship changes with her father um, her relationship with her mother changes in kind of a special way as well um and it's kind of a beacon of hope i think
0: yeah totally 100 percent. like they're they're connected they're Mm -hmm. they're, yeah there's a there's that connection of the mother-daughter relationship where it's like they're 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 both female they're both like going through the same kind of things every month and yeah Mm -hmm. i can understand that so the rebecca finn uh finn was the writer so she this is from this is i'm assuming this is a personal story for her right
1: Yeah, very much so. So she um, is another student who was in our program. um, And so it was that was really special to be able to kind of talk to her, like as we were working on it, because she wasn't involved with, like production on this film, she um, wrote the film, gave us the script, and then we ran with it. And so but we were able to kind of go back, uh, and I sat down with her and got to talk to her about, you know, what aspects of the story are personal to her. And it very much kind of came from her whole, her own life. Yeah. And I think that that's why we, a lot of us that worked on the, the film um, felt so uh, drawn to the story is because of its familiarity that it was like, yeah, this is relatable. It, it happened to you personally, but it also happened to me personally. And, and I think that that's why, you know, the, the film is so- impactful.
0: I'm so I'm so I'm assuming so many females can can relate to this story right so but the big question is does she stop like loving baseball like
1: <laughs> right and I don't think so my my official opinion kind of is is no, I don't think that that's it I think that like baseball and softball for her was more of just like a bridging um unit between her and her father a way to visualize that bond yeah i know Um, i'm I'm
0: kidding when i said that oh
1: no totally (laughs) totally but but i do i think it brings up um kind of an interesting uh point though because it's like that was one of the things that when we were kind of revising the script and stuff is that um they they watch baseball which is a men's sport but she plays softball which is a women's sport and there's already a disconnect from the beginning but we don't really pick up on it
0: yeah, there's, yeah there's, there's a lot there's a lot of truth to that I guess right so yeah mm-hmm. okay so she she wrote the screenplay then they hand it off to you so then you uh of course casting is huge for this mm-hmm. film the dad and the daughter role uh especially because you're're you're work, generally working she's a child actress right she's she's under 18 so where did you find that they're, they're your two leads
1: um yeah well actually um Kritzinger, our actress who plays uh josephina is actually
0: 19 was she 19
1: <laughs> in the film yeah, yeah. and so she that was play, one of our, uh... yes absolutely and that was our goal i'm glad that it you know translated well and i'm yeah. glad to kind of shed that light to be like yes she passed um because that was one of our decisions you know being a student film we had a very strict budget and we had a very strict time restraint put yeah. on this film. And so we had to make sacrifices when it came to like the things that we wanted and uh, things that we needed. And um, one of those things was that we just decided was um, we don't think that we can cast a minor in this role. We, it, we think that it's going to really be a huge hindrance on us financially and timing wise. And so um, but just
0: think people to understand that because they, they're going to work eight, eight hour shifts. And yes. then there's got to be a pair of guardian on board, and it's exactly yeah. So yeah,
1: yeah. That's I mean that's, that's exactly people can work
0: longer than eight hours. Like people are like eight hours. What like mostly film sets are fourteen hours because exactly lighting set up. You're there that day. You want to get to maximize your day, right? So yeah,
1: yeah. that's exactly it. And we we essentially had two weekends to film this film in. And so we had to maximize our days exactly. So that was our thing um, that we had kind of decided on was that we just don't know if we're going to be able to find if we're going to be able to cast a minor. So then we started looking for actresses and Sumeri was just um, we saw her immediately and all of us were like, she's 19 I feel like she plays younger like I feel like she could totally play younger and so the, it just totally just clicked and then we met her and we able to kind of work with her and she's just she was amazing um and then Casimir Milestan, who's the the father um he was also one that we found um around the same time that we found Sumeri and we it was like the whole team was like yes it was my producers and I were like this is the dad that we want so bad because mm-hmm. he um just did such a brilliant job because again we didn't want the dad to be a villain we wanted him to be this soft yes, loving character yeah yeah and we just felt like he just fit that role so perfectly so that really I love the cast and and Aaron, um are the woman who played The mom she was amazing as well so we loved
0: her think about like the 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 film because like in the beginning scene you establish the dad like he's teaching her how to hit a baseball right Right. which is the metaphor for a lot of things and and so but but he's doing a good job so you know like he's doing a good job as a a father like
1: yeah
0: he's he's the you know all the right things and then and then you see his churn right where it's like from a storytelling standpoint where it's like he could still be the good Dak, just because yeah. he changed right it's like he's got to get out of his own head right like he's just got to get out of his own whatever it is you know what I mean so yeah. so, so he's lovable and he is like you know what I mean you establish him as a good guy and then that's why the churn works so well
1: yeah I think that's right and I think that too it's like um as, as a father, as a caregiver, when your child comes to you and is like, I need help, you would want to help them in whatever way that you can. Um, and so it is really interesting that the line that is drawn is like this innately female problem that it's like that's your mom's business I don't know I, right. I can't help you with that And so it, it like hurts it feels like betrayal almost even though it's he's not evil you know
0: no he doesn't he does a great job so he's like a working actor like he's yeah. been on a bunch of shows and like he's been on a bunch of movies and he he, yes. he, he like he's like an LA actor who kind of like does these student projects because you know he's establishing relationships and yeah but he's like
1: Absolutely. Yeah, he he um, is awesome. He has a huge uh, list of credits, and we yeah. were surprised that he was interested in wanting to be a part of our student film, but he um, basically had found the character and had expressed to me uh, when we were filming that mm-hmm. he's the kind of actor who really likes to find um, characters or roles that are complicated or interesting or sometimes not always like the hero so he was really drawn to this dad character because it was a story he had never really seen before and he liked that it was kind of this like it's the antagonist of the story but it's yeah. kind of complicated in how we as the audience relate to this character
0: 100 so, and also yeah. too if I was his agent it's like work with these people like kelly is going to be a big uh director in 10 years so remember <laughs> we'll you. no you know what i mean like it's yeah. like it's like it's a good script it's like yeah, yeah. like you, you have to it's two days of your life what's the big deal right so then yeah right then it stays there forever right so they would they, they i'm assuming the cast has watched the film already
1: yes they have yeah
0: what do they think of it
1: um, I think they're very um, happy and proud of it. Uh, we have all since finishing wrapping production and then premiering um, the film within our school setting, uh, which they all were able to come to the premiere, which was incredible. Mm-hmm. They, um, we've all kept in touch um, and uh, they've been kind of involved in the process as we've been talking through the film festival kind of circuit, uh, sharing different. News and um stuff that we've received about the film. Um, they have kind of celebrated along with us uh, and encouraged with us. And so that's been really cool. So, um, yeah, it's it seems like a, a good relationships were made between the casting crew. um and and I think they are all very proud um of the film as well. yeah, they should be. yeah,
0: so, so okay, so tell me about your process as a director. You said, like you like you've done, you've worked with crews before, as you said, you've like, you know, but this is kind of a narrative film. So you have a shot list. You're not just doing documentary footage. So what was your proce- process? Did you like storyboard things? Did you like, it says you have two DPs. I don't, you can talk about that in a second, but yeah. what was your, what was your process like uh, in terms of directing, like, how did you prepare?
1: Yeah. So um, again, as a student film, uh, we kind of had the luxury of having an instructor uh, who had a class kind of um, scheduled around this film so he had certain deadlines in place for us to like meet by certain points which helped a lot with kind of the planning process so throughout pre-production we were given the script and then I had uh, two producers um, that the three of us worked very closely with uh, throughout the whole phase of pre-production location scouting um, and you know going through the script, figuring out what all we're going to need to make this film. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I I worked with the two DPs. So because this is a student film, um, we wanted to kind of give more equal opportunity for learning opportunities. So that's why we had two DPs instead of like one and then like an assistant um, kind of to Make it a little bit more equivalent, and it was actually, you know, it very effective for us. It, it worked out very well. Our DPs worked very well together. Their names are Preston and Alyssa, and they were just awesome. So the when when we got closer to shooting, um, the the DPs and I met up, and we um, kind of strategized: okay, how how do we want to make this look? How do we want to film it? So we discussed like um, our different. Uh, Techniques um, technically. So we do change lenses throughout the film as kind of like a narrative shift. And that was like a whole thing that we had discussed. And then we storyboarded it um, together. Uh, and then at that point, we were ready to start production. And so we had planned out our producers had, you know, shot listed, or I had worked with them to shot list everything with the DPs. And so then we planned out the schedule according to that. Um, and we met and it ran smoothly surprisingly we were you know all crossing our fingers waiting for something to go wrong but all of the work that we had done in pre-production yeah. paid off which was nice
0: that's awesome and so you like get you to like at the outside of the park and i guess you had the house where did you shoot the house
1: And um, yeah so that was up in santa clarita it's uh, just a house that we found that we were able to rent um and we went up and toured it um before we uh you know rented it um but yeah it was like the perfect house and that that was kind of a nice fact about the script is that it is like in a very one location (laughs) so we didn't have to like do a bunch of location scouting but the house was important so we wanted it to you know have um charm and character and feel like a real person's house um so yeah
0: so it's clear it's like people don't know it's like a suburb of LA I guess right yes that's
1: right yeah it's it's kind of it's like north of Um, LA it's like a suburb it it feels very residential
0: yeah it's where a lot of yeah and everything's an hour away so it's an hour away yeah
1: it was a yeah big drive for us too because we were living in west Hollywood which is like (laughs) right in the middle of LA so I'm sure you're learning that I'm
0: sure you're learning that everything's an hour away right oh yeah
1: that's exactly right
0: (laughs) so then the editing process of Zach was the gentleman that uh submitted I guess he's doing your submissions for you too so he's he did your sound design and your edit I guess too right
1: Yeah. So uh, yeah, Zach was um, really a beast on this project. He um, wore a lot of hats, but he um, did sound design during um, production. So he was, he was the man with the boom pole um, and everything. And then uh, when we were, uh, and then throughout the editing post-production phase, he was in the editing room. um, And then towards kind of the end of that phase, I was able to go in and sit with him and uh, see what he had you know created together and kind of tweak it and make it really what we wanted it to be. And so, yeah. And then he has really taken a lot of the reins for um, submissions as well. And he's done a really great job with that uh, as far as film festivals are concerned.
0: And So we sent the audience to you, the audience feedback. What did you think about what the audience had to say about your film?
1: That was so cool. We all felt really, really blessed by the, um, opportunity to get that kind of feedback uh, especially as students but um, I was really uh, kind of blown away by some of the things that people were saying it was like they were picking up on the nuances that I thought only I was gonna know were in there you know um, again kind of as like a first time director in this capacity I had things that were in my brain that I felt like we did our best to try to convey on screen and it it translated and people were picking up on those things but then it was also really neat to see this feedback that you had sent that you guys had sent because um people were drawing connections and finding relatable points that even i hadn't necessarily like explicitly thought of mm-hmm. you know it was like things spoke to them in the subconscious of the story oh. and i think that that's like really incredible to hear as a director
0: yeah, well, we we all have well, at least most of us have parents, and we all have
1: yeah.
0: generally complicated relationships with our parents, if not loving. And uh, so, like, so then the, all these the subconsciousness, as you as you explain, it comes out in your film where like there's this like conflict that that is not really talked about, but it's there, and we all kind of can relate with that kind of aspect, I guess, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It was really neat too to hear from. Um women who uh provided feedback and how they found the story so relatable or that they they, you know they found it like kind of courageous uh in the fact that they know what it's like to have that kind of shame and embarrassment to talk about your period how taboo it is and so um that was really cool to hear their um specific perspective
0: well let's hope the next generation coming up of men including myself uh (laughs) <laughs> can be <laughs> better parents to to their to your da- their daughters and like as we evolve as a species and and uh we learn from stories like this and you know like just like like there's that there's that stigma right and it's like it mm-hmm. shouldn't be and hopefully our, our culture will be more open-minded as we move forward
1: yeah absolutely that's that's the hope
0: all right, congratulations on the film. Let's talk again when you make your next film. Good luck in Los Angeles. It's a grind and uh, just keep at it and keep making films.
1: Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thanks.
0: One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, an eight. and eight, Schlemiel,
1: Schlemizo, Incorporated.